Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your host, Daryl Amy, here with Larry Levine. How's it going in sunny California today, Larry? It's not very sunny. I'm actually, Daryl, I had to throw a pair of sweatpants on. Uh, life is so rough. Man, first day of fall and boom, all of a sudden, it's, you're just freezing cold down into the mid-70s. Oh, that's right. It is a first day of fall. I, I forgot it's September 21st. Oh, yeah, my Absolutely. God. Well, hey, um, welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. We're going to have a great conversation today about driving conversation. Uh, but as we get started, I, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. Uh, I want to thank uh, our new listeners for joining us. You have joined an elite community of sales reps, sales professionals that have committed to be genuine, authentic, to bring the goods, and uh, and to sell from the heart. And so we're going to have a fantastic time today. But Larry, thinking back to last week, boy, that was a real gut check, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was because, you know, quite often we're, we're all pigeonholed as sales reps and, hey, you know, you're selling the same thing. What makes you different? And when you can really rise above that sea of sameness and really take a step back and say, what makes me different than everybody else? Yeah, that conversation last week about the create, what kind of client experience do you create as a sales rep? What's it like to work with you and how can you add value by the experience you bring to your clients of fantastic questions and uh, encourage everybody to go back and check that last week's episode out if you missed it. Today, though, we want to move from client experience to a topic that, um, boy, I know, Larry, in your travels and uh, in your, your interactions with salespeople, uh, keeps coming up over and over again. So I'm going to punt it over to you to set up today's uh, discussion about driving conversation. Yeah, and, and thanks, because it's, it's interesting because as I travel around and talk to sales teams and talk to business owners and talk to management and, and you start asking them the proverbial, you know, what are some of the issues going on inside your sales department? It's always around not enough new business, lack of prospecting. And then the one that comes up and is starting to creep up more and more is my sales reps aren't driving enough conversations. Okay, so when I get that, I'm sorry. So unpack that a little bit for so, all my listeners. And, and so you, when you start peeling it back, you know, I go, well, tell me what you mean by that. Your sales reps aren't driving in enough conversations. Well, one, how are you measuring it? How would you even know? Right. That, yeah. I mean, that, that's the first thing I'd ask because it's all going to tie down to new business, right? If there's a lack of, there's a lack of not enough businesses because especially new, they're not having enough new conversations. Absolutely. I started thinking, I said, you know, why is it so difficult that sales reps are not starting enough new conversations? And you and I have been speaking about it. And, you know, I'll throw the first one at you, Daryl, is I think that I think the single biggest reason why sales reps have a hard time driving new conversations is they're out of practice. And what I'm, and what I mean by that is they're so used to having conversations with people that they know. So the mm -hmm. defense barriers are down, right? They don't have to think about it. It's like talking to their friends. And then all of a sudden, bingo, 
Now, how do I go out in a networking event or how do I go out somewhere and start driving new conversation with somebody I've never met? Yeah, I think you're, you're absolutely right. And it, it can become epidemic. I mean, we get used to having uh, driving conversation with our client base. And, and if you're in a, if you're a tenured sales professional, that means you've got an existing client base. You've got a book of business. You've got people that you've worked with a long time. And, and so it's, it's easy um, to drive conversation with those people about the products, services, solutions that you're providing to them. Um, and typically you've got some type of relationship built up there. So, so you've got some context to pull from, but when it comes to driving net new business, I I love what you always say, Larry, which, which I've I've just really believe is spot on is if you want to have a full sales funnel, you're going to have to build a relationship funnel. And in order to build a relationship funnel, you're going to have to drive conversation whether it's face-to-face, on the phone, digitally, at a networking event, we've got to recover the art of driving new conversation. And it's just, it, it's so, it's, it's almost at a mission critical state. Mm-hmm. It, and that's why, you know, if you really start peeling back sales funnels and if you were, if we really want to get honest and, and the, the whole conversation is not going to be about sales funnel by no means, but if you, if you peel the sales funnel back mm-hmm. and you looked at it, I can guarantee you any tenured rep that's out there, 90% of it, 95% of it. Yes. is current client relationships, current client, you know, portfolios and things like that. So what I always task sales reps, and I don't care if these conversations are face-to-face, Daryl, if they're email, if they're phone, mm-hmm. if they're digital, is sales reps just have to get back in the habit of every single day driving a conversation with somebody. But the issue is, and I'll throw the next one at you, and we start talking about this, is how many sales reps out there will have a conversation with somebody who's not ready to buy? Mm-hmm. Think about that one. Well, and, look, look, here's, here's the deal. And, and we all know buyer 2.0. We all know buyers are, you know, 57, 72% of the way through the process of making up their mind before they interact on average, before they interact with a rep, big challenge, lots of things there. But, but the reality is when it comes to net new business, um, you know, if, if your organization has an inbound marketing strategy and it's doing any kind of, of lead generation, you're, you're getting handed, um, leads with, with people that are actively, you know, they have a felt need just to quote from, uh, one of my favorite, uh, older books. I say it's older. It's called the new solution selling by Keith Eads. Great book. He talks about the difference between, um, like felt need. Um, I've expressed a need. Maybe I, I filled out a form on a website or, or requested a consultation. That's a felt need as a sales rep. I kind of know what to do with that. I can pick up the ball. We can have a conversation about that felt need. But then there's also, as for every felt need, there's dozens of people that have latent needs. They have real needs. They just, you know, aren't at the top of their uh, attention at that moment. And it's important to surface those. There's having a great conversation with a managed services provider this morning on the East Coast. And we were talking about growing their business. And yes, there are people when it comes, if you're in the IT world, um, there are people with some very felt needs. They just got hacked. There's ransomware. There's, you know, their computer network crashed. They've got a felt need. They've got a real problem. But for every one of those people, there's dozens of people who have a latent need. It's below the surface. Their network is a walking time bomb. They're vulnerable to being hacked. You know, they're a 
they're a Equifax waiting to happen type thing. And, and so the job of the sales rep is yes, to respond to the people who have raised their hand and said, my network crashed, my, you know, I've got a ransomware, I help, help. Yes, your job is to do that. But your job is also uh, to drive conversation uh, with the business people that, that have a latent need that's below the surface that is a real big issue. In fact, I wouldn't even just say it's your job. If you're going to sell from the heart, um, your responsibility um, is to look at the people who are not your current prospects and engage them in conversation um, to, to move towards bringing that latent need to the surface. Uh, because in the, in the area of IT, uh, for example, if, you're, if your business is vulnerable to, uh, say, ransomware or uh, Equifax kind of hack, um, and, and, and as a salesperson who sells a solution to that problem, you almost have like an ethical responsibility to go in and drive conversation around that. But in order to drive that conversation, it can't all be product centric or solution. It's got to be more authentic. Well, I mean, you bring up some great points, but I'm, I'm going to challenge, you know, the conversation on a couple of things because to me, and I did this the other day online with somebody, because as you know, I'm, you know, courtesy of my buddy, Mike Garrison, we always talk about predictable referrals and I'm going to keep going back to that all the time because great episode. it was a fantastic episode. But one of the things is that, that I stress is, you know, your network plays an important part in how you can help drive conversation, especially around people who know you very well and know, like, and trust you. Mm-hmm. But one of the things is, is we don't know if it's a latent need, if it's below the surface, above the surface, we don't know what I'm right. urging sales reps just to get back in the habit of doing is they just have to have conversation with people. That's a part of relationship building. And I think that's the missing link. And that's why when I work with sales reps, you know, I talk about, let's just set aside this sales funnel, right? Because sales reps are master manipulators of their sales funnel. They can, they can manipulate that till the cows come home. Right. What's missing is relationship funnel. And to me, we don't know if you have a latent need, a middle need. We don't know. But all I know is that if I meet Daryl for the first time, that's the top of a relationship funnel. Now it's up to me to build a relationship, drive a conversation, whether that's a digital conversation, face-to-face, email. It's up to that individual sales rep to drive conversation in a genuine, authentic way around that person. So that means that sales rep's got to do a little bit of research and a little bit of homework on how he can build a relationship with that person based on maybe following their social presence, right? Learning about the role that they're in some way to drive a conversation. That's not all sales. And that's the issue. I think that the sales reps struggle with they can't have anything outside of a sales conversation because they're always in sales mode. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, you have to be in sales mode, but you have to be in relationship building mode. You need to know when to pull those hats off. And that's the struggle, I think, with sales reps out there and how they can't drive a really genuine, authentic new conversation. Well, I mean, let's just bottom line this whole thing. The reason that we struggle with that as salespeople is we're just thinking about ourselves. Well, dude, I I mean, okay. Well, yeah, you just nailed it because, you know, ask a sales rep what the cycle is and what do they say? It's the sales cycle because they want to control the sales cycle and they want right. to push it through as fast as they can. You know, when's the last time you've heard a sales rep talk about the buyer cycle? 
well, it's a buyer's journey now. And, and the reality yeah. is, I mean, there's no question the buyer is more in control of their journey than they ever have been. But this whole thing, and I want to put you on the spot in a second, Larry, but it, it is, you think about a sales funnel is, is where, where we have felt need. I mean, we have qualified felt need that's in the sales funnel. It's going to move through the stages of your sales process. But our job as a sales rep is to, to generate demand. I mean, our job is to turn latent needs into felt needs. And and in order to um, uncover a latent need, I'm going to have to have relationships where people trust me, right? Um, There is a fantastic book, by the way, that uh, I think needs to be um, explored in more depth. It's by Stephen Covey's son, um, and it's called Business at the Speed of Trust. And I mean, it's just the title is great. When you, when you don't have trust, things go really slow. When you do have trust, they move fast. And, you know, our, our job with, uh, with people is in, in sales is to build relationships of trust. Well, how do you build relationships of trust? You do it by being authentic and genuine. Um, and, um, how do you, how do you engage someone in conversation? I, I think, you know, I, I want to put this out there that people don't want to talk about you. <laughs> they want to talk about themselves. And so think about this. And I know you got, uh, you know, this is right in your wheelhouse, Larry. Let's, let's just take the, the um, you know, the connection on LinkedIn. Let's say, you know, let's say that I um, identify, uh, let's, uh, let's say I, I identify you as someone I really want to get to know. Um, on, and, and we're, we have been fortunate enough to connect on LinkedIn, um, or maybe yet, yeah, let's just, let's just put it right there. Let's just say I've identified you as someone I really want to get to know. We're now connected on LinkedIn. Um, how, how, where do I go to start driving a conversation? What would you do to dr- begin driving authentic conversation? Well, you know, I'll, I'll flip it a little bit. I, I'm going to give you a real example because it happened today. Perfect. So, so somebody reached out to me uh, yesterday mm-hmm. and asked me to connect. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, 95% of the connection requests I get are non-personalized anyway, which is no big deal. I'm immune to it. So it, it's, it's, I don't, I'm not hypercritical like a lot of other people are on non-personalized invites. Yeah, but you sure would stand out if you just... But, oh, abs- dude, a- absolutely. If it was personalized, I don't have to bother, right? I can just read it and, and go on, but this wasn't. Well, so then- pause there too. Like, I mean, by personalized, we don't mean, hi, Larry, my name's Daryl, and I have a bunch of stuff to sell you that you... Oh, no. Okay, well, that, that I, I mean, that, that's I get those all day long, and those go straight to the trash and the block and unfollow, because that's... Well, that's, that's a crock of that's crap. That's an example I mean, the, of the, not the way to drive conversation, right? Right. I mean, you can tell when someone's genuine with their invitations, but setting that aside, so this guy's, you know, I had to pick it, I had to pick apart, you know, his profile, and right. it come, the reason why I accepted it is a really close friend of mine is connected to him. Great. Okay. Okay. So I, I accepted the invite and right away to me, the best time for a sales rep to drive a really good conversation mm-hmm. is the minute you connect to somebody. Yeah. Cause after and that, I've forgotten about you. Exactly. So that means it's up to that individual person. I don't care if I invited somebody to connect or they invited me to connect. I'm going to operate the same way. And it's basically, I just reached out to this person. I said, thank you very much for the invite to connect with you on LinkedIn. I'm quite honored that you reached out to me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm here to be a resource to you if you'd ever need anything. And by the way, how well do you know the person that we have a mutual connection in? Great way to see. I'm just, I'm just yeah. curious because this person's a really good friend of mine. Yeah. He's actually a mentor to me and he's a really good trusted advisor. So I'm glad to see we have a mutual connection. Can you just share with me how you know this person? That's how I started off. The guy got back to me five minutes later. Yeah. And, and he just shared with me how, and, and I'm on the West coast. This person's on the a conversation coast. going right now. I had a, now I had a conversation going and then it went even farther and he goes, you know, I've only been on the East coast four years. I'm actually originally from Texas. He goes, I'm looking to relocate out in Southern California. Right. I know you're out in Southern California, Daryl, this went back and forth for about 20 minutes. Yeah. And he's a financial advisor. And what was really interesting is that's just a normal flow of conversation. Daryl, I just met this guy. I don't even know what he is outside right. of his, on his LinkedIn profile. But in the span of 30 minutes, I went back and forth on LinkedIn at least five or six times to where I said, hey, here's where I live. If you're ever out in California, hit me up. Right. Genuine, authentic. You know, it, it's exactly what you do in a face-to-face networking event, right? You right. Say, and, and it's, you, you know, know, it's, you know where, yeah, where are you from? What do you do? And it's, and it all gets back to practice. I'll get, I'll get, I'll give the listeners one more because this one even takes it from a connection to a conversation, to a phone call that I'm actually going to have next week. Mm -hmm. So again, somebody else reaches out to me this time. It was with a customized invite because that common connection Mm -hmm. happens to be that person's brother-in-law. Okay, great. So, but I don't know him. Yeah. But we have that connection. So I just said, same, same type of verbiage. Hey, thank you very much for the invite to connect with you. I'm honored you reached out. I'm glad to see that we have that mutual connection in right. you know, that person's name. Tell me how you know him. And obviously he got right back to me. He goes, he happens to be my brother-in-law, which I didn't know. Right. Right. And he goes, I'm really intrigued by what you do because I've spent some time on your LinkedIn profile. He goes, I'm a tenured sales rep in a tenured organization that's calling engineers, right? And we're all in our fifties, but now we're calling on engineers in their thirties and I'm out of whack. I, I don't know what to do with these <laughs> new people and how to talk to them. Right. Right. And I go, it's difficult. I said, Hey, I came out of a laggard industry. Yes. So I understand what you're going through. I said, right. if you don't mind, why don't we just, you know, if you're, if you're free next week, why don't you just, we hop on a call. I can kind of share with you my story. And how I overcame some of the challenges in a lagger channel. Again, Daryl, I don't know where this will go, but yeah. that's where sales reps miss the boat is just driving conversation with someone because you know what? I don't know where this will lead, but there's a common connection and I owe it to our common connection to have that conversation because it's my credibility with that person who you know is going to go back to his brother-in-law and say, this guy's spot on a great guy. I had a great conversation with him. And this is the second thing is this is how sales reps can get their stories told inside their networks by just, you know, how long, how hard does it really take to pick up a phone and call someone for five or 10 minutes and say, Hey, Daryl, thanks for connecting with me. I really appreciate it. Right. You can do that in your car on the way to the appointment. You can do it after five o'clock. You can do it before eight. It really doesn't matter. Well, I, I want to go, I don't want to move past this too quickly though, because, you know, if you look at the sales process and um, I know we've got some, some folks listening to the uh, podcast um, who are in the uh, inbound world and I'm looking forward to being at inbound next week. 
Yeah, and um, I'm jealous, by the way. But that's yeah, okay. I know you've been traveling too much, Larry. I've, I got the I got the ticket this time, but uh, <laughs> and it's going to be fun to see a lot of our friends out there. Uh, looking forward to that. But you know, if you look at that the the inbound sales process of identify, connect, explore, and advise, if you know this movement between identifying and connecting that first step is actually really kind of simple. And I think we, we, we jump so quickly to explore and advise, tell me about your business, tell me about your challenges, what, you know, what are your goals, but I'm not going to get to the explore and advise stage unless I've got a relationship of trust. And the way we build relationships of trust is exactly what you're talking about. Oh, he's my brother-in-law. Oh, cool. Where, you know, that type of conversation that we have face to face, I think sometimes we get in digital mode in LinkedIn mode. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, we're, we're, we just lose the human touch and we go straight for the, you know, uh, Hey, thanks for connecting with me, Larry. You know, most of the companies I work with have found dot, 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 and it's straight into this sales bull crap. Well, the, it, it, it goes, like, I don't even know you, you know, well, I, don't, well, I, don't, I know because it, it goes back to where in 2017 and we're still using traditional old school boilerplate messages. Spam, right? It, 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 gosh, it just doesn't work anymore. And it, that's why we just, we just have to learn how to adapt. And I'm not saying that, you know, Daryl, that traditional's dead and how you drive a conversation. It's mm-hmm. not, but we need to start figuring out is how do we drive a different layer of a conversation? And, and, and you've known me for a very long time. And, and, and I'll say this until forever in a day, until somebody proves me wrong is the more you spend time in getting to know somebody and what makes them tick and make it all about them, the easier you're going to have to sell to them. And, I, and I'm going to challenge the listeners on here. And if you want to really learn that firsthand, mm-hmm. go out in your community and start volunteering. Yeah, bingo. And, and, and to me, if sales reps really want to start learning how to drive a conversation, get involved in the community, volunteer doing stuff, go sit on a not-for-profit board, go sit and doing something because you'll learn real quick the art of the help. Yeah. And I was on a podcast talking about the art of the help and how that really helps sales reps drive conversation. Mm. But I, I'm, I'm telling you that um, sales reps can make their job really difficult or they can make it extremely easy. Right. And one way to make it extremely easy is just learn how to drive an authentic conversation that's not all self-centered and egotistical about yourself and mm. how great your company is and your product and flip it and promote them and put that person up on a pedestal and treat them like a king or yeah. a queen. Well, and then, you know, so, so then as we move, you know, then once we've got that conversation going and we build, begin to build that relationship of trust, then we can start to shift the focus to um, their life, their business, their challenges, you know, all of that. And, and I think that, you know, salespeople, Oh my goodness. Just, you know, your traditional sales rep, they go, you know, they're like walking product brochures and it's just brutal, right? They go straight to the, straight to the advise stage. It's not even advise. It's just straight to the, it's such a turnoff, you know, it goes straight to the, the, the feature dump and, and all of this. And, and really what we need to do is we need to go from establishing the relationship of trust to then, exploring and talking about, you know, the challenges they're facing. And I, I always say this when I'm, I'm training reps on solutions is 
you know, what is the number one thing that a business owner wants to talk about? Yeah, it's, it's themselves, the issues that they have in yeah, their business, absolutely. how to become more profitable, how to minimize risk, right? Well, and even before that, I mean, you know, hey, how, how did you start the business? You yes. know, what, what, are you excite, what are you most excited about? Um, and and make a, well, shouldn't I be asking questions about the specific product? Or No, it, this is driving conversation, beginning to establish trust, learning about that person and what makes them tick learning about what they're passionate about. And if it's a business owner, they're going to be passionate about their business and, you know, what drives you. And, and it's not just to come up with, you know, to set up the magical close. It's to really develop a genuine relationship. And I think that's what sets sales professionals apart from, you know, shark in a suit, commission breath sales reps is, is there is a genuine um, desire to get to know that business, get person, get to know what makes them tick and, and who they are. And, um, you know, so many people are going straight to the, you know, straight in for the jugular and it's, it's a total turnoff. Yeah, but I, I think I'm, I'm going to throw some out in right field and, and this one's going to require a lengthy conversation, but, um, we may, we may, we may pick it up on this. This might be podcast. This might be second part of this podcast, which is but, good. But, but I think what's, I think the missing part of this, and, and I'm going to point a finger in a different direction because we all can't blame salespeople for the, the issue that's at hand. Uh-huh. And, and I'm, I'm going to point another finger out at sales management because, you know, sales management's held to a different standard as well. And, you know, I, Wow. Can you imagine, you know, what, what would happen to a sales rep today in today's day and age if they came back to the office after, you know, a great week and the sales manager sits down and starts going over what they did for the week? You know, what, how many new appointments did you go on? How many, what'd you close? Right. Right. And they start having that difficult conversation. Then all of a sudden he go, you know, sales rep goes, well, I started 20 new conversations. Well, great. Are they ready to buy anything? And I think it's management right. needs to be educated as well on, you know what? Things are different. So I think it's a, it's a double-edged sword on this one. It is. It's, it's, yeah, that's a great topic. Uh, I've already written it down. So we'll, we'll hammer on that next <laughs> week. We're coming up against the end of our uh, episode today. But, you know, uh, next week, you know, net new conversation as a KPI. You know, what are we – net new – we want net new revenue, net new business – but as, as salespeople, we need, if we want net new business, we need net new relationships. And, right. And you need net new conversations. And, yeah. and it's, you can't, you know, in this day and age, you just can't hold your sales reps to the same set of benchmarks that you did 20 years ago. Because we all know, and we've already talked about it throughout this whole podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You know, no new relationships, no new conversations equals no new business. Right. It's all just flipping, flipping the existing book of business. And, and if we really want to grow, we really want to hit the, hit the, the, uh, the goals that we have for ourselves and our families. Um, and, 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 and if we really want to impact the world, you know, I just go back to that it conversation today. I mean, you know, some of the, some of the threats that are out there in just in that space alone are business ending, 
um, career ending threats. And, and if I were a sales rep that was, was, um, a sales professional selling those type of solutions, you know, I have a, I have a, an almost an ethical, I have a drive to, to help people with that, but it's going to take trust to, yeah. to be able to begin those conversations. And, um, and, and it's going to take a, a conversation and a relationship, uh, of trust to develop, to have that. And man, so many good things today. This is great. So as we end today's podcast, um, here's what we want to challenge you with, you know, every day for the next five days, I want you to find a way to develop and launch three net new conversations could be face to face, could be digitally on, uh, LinkedIn could be, um, at a networking event or at, you know, while you're uh, participating in a, um, a charity event. Um, and, uh, you know, it goes to me, I'm, I'm hosting a golf tournament tomorrow. So I've got opportunity to develop net new um, conversations and relationships. So that's our challenge is drive three new conversations. But when you drive them, you know, don't make them the uh, straight to the jugular turn off type conversations that, that sales reps are tempted to have but start and be genuine and authentic. And that lines up perfectly uh, with what we're doing here at the Selling from the Heart podcast. Uh, We're challenging everybody to be genuine, to be authentic, Uh, do the hard work, drive conversation, even if it's not related to something you're going to close in the next 30 days, especially if it's not related to something you're going to close in the next 30 days. Because if you want net new business, you need net new relationships. If you want a sales funnel, you need a relationship funnel and it's going to start with authentic conversation. So until next week, uh, we want to leave you with that challenge, drive three net new conversations a day. We can't wait to hear about it. Feel free to reach out to us on uh, LinkedIn, on Twitter at sell from the heart. Uh, Larry and I's LinkedIn profile is in the show notes. Uh, But most of all, be genuine, be authentic, do the hard work, bring the goods and sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the selling from the heart podcast on the Salescast network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button. So you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at Salescast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.